This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You're listening to Wavelength on BFM 89.9. Yes, welcome to Wavelength, bringing out the best sounds and stories from the Asian region. I'm your host, Afnir Ting, and this week on the show, I'll be joined by rapper, producer, graphic designer, and more, F Rider, to find out all about his latest album. It's called Rider Instinct. Gonna find out all about the man behind the music, what doll he likes to use, some of his musical influences, his DIY mindset, and more. Coming up right after a bunch of tunes to set the tone for this week's episode. In the queue, I've lined up music from Astral Angels, Laws, August Fear, and more. So stay tuned. Let's kick things off with a track from Singaporean band Sops. Their latest album is called Air Guitar and here's track 4 from it, Friday Night.
of Bluff by Malaysian Irish producer and singer Yune Pinku. More music lined up for you before I speak to F Rider, our guest for the week. I'm next. This one's called Bali by Laws. Keep it here on Wavelength, BFM 89.9. Astral Angels on here on Wavelength, bringing out the best sounds and stories from the Asian region. 
heading for our very first break of the hour real soon. Right after that, I'll be joined by F Rider to learn more about his latest album. It's called Rider Instinct. So stay tuned. In the meantime, here's a track from Rider Instinct, F Rider with Shah Alam. F Rider joins us on the show right after this. Cut it up like Wushu Del, sample sound like Sha Alam. I feel like a million bucks in my dripping drawers, all like Golden Eye James Bond. Remember when I used to make songs on my iPhone? Man, this shit gotta hurt. Now I'm coming out the dirt, feeling better than never. The weather feeling breezy, way rather Yeezys. Human hot like Al Pacino in a law firm. I make it look easy. Used to have a crush on you, we were back in form two. We was running in the rain, you was listening to Drake. I was trying to be like him, and it don't sound like him. Son of a bitch, get my get now. Life ain't great, but it sure ain't a greyhound. Working out of five, it reeks of misery. I want serendipity, I want all my homies eat. I'm on off to get a happy ending like Disney. Wanna get rich like Oprah Winfrey. Buy a big house and forget about you suckers. Playing music loud, what's all that ruckus? We gon' have to scrub Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker. Awaken my love, Donald Glover. Ain't never late to be having no supper. Cardigan on, no, no, Don Tolliver. Masa, masa, beat, month of Jamie Oliver. Hey. This just sound like me just winning. This beat looks like it could be grinning. This that soundtrack to barbecue grilling. This that, this that. I'm having a good feeling. I'm having a good feeling. Hey, I'm having a good feeling. I'm having a good. I'm having a good. I'm having good. good, good. Welcome back to Wavelength, bringing out the best sounds and stories from the Asian region. I'm your host, Afnir Ting. Right now, joining me on the show is F Rider. His latest album is called Rider Instinct, an album that draws from multiple influences like jazz, bossa nova, Chicago footwork, drill, rock, R&B, and so much more. Everything's there. Hey man, welcome to the show. Yeah man, thanks for having me. <laughs> Which came first, your rapping or producing? Uh, uh, my producing came first. I started um, like just for fun when I was like uh, 15, uh, but without any of like the proper like tools or understanding. I just kind of like just messed around. And then I guess how I developed my sound earlier on, on like what I like to hear music, rapping came afterwards. I see. You know, the oldest track I could find from you was Grim from about maybe five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that your very first song that, you know, you felt confident enough to let others hear? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, there, there's another one. Um, it's called Pirate, but I deleted it a long time ago. It's, it's even worse than Grim. <laughs> but this was a uh, uh, yeah. This is like uh, I thought. Okay, you know what? I could be old sweatshirt. I could sound like old sweatshirt. So like I thought, why not? It was just a bit of fun at the time. I, I wasn't really thinking too much about it. How did your older stuff sounded like? Was it mainly very um, trap, hip hop influenced? Yeah, uh, I was listening to a lot of Odd Future uh, when I was younger. A lot of Flying Lotus, Gabino, like most of like those like entry level like hip-hop stuff for like the underground entry level like that was pretty much what i was listening to like that like opened up my ear la, to like all sorts of sounds i guess i was just trying to copy them and even now i'm still trying to copy them uh, to an extent hmm. and what gave you the confidence to get in front of the mic for the very first time and start rapping on your own productions i guess in the back of my head it was always the plan i knew that okay i gotta make the beats first I don't know anybody who makes beats. I don't. I, at the, at the time when I was starting out, like I thought, I at the time I didn't know there was a scene either. I thought it was just me making music. I thought it was just me and Joe Plizzle or something like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't know. I didn't know anything. Uh, so yeah, I thought okay, I can make beats. So like, to an extent, someone's gonna be on them. You know, I don't think I would just make a instrumental project. I would like to hear some sort of vocal on it. You know, mm. so. I guess I guess the 
the the thing that drove me towards it was just uh, why not like you know why not mm. you know how some producers these days right they use a few doors at one go for example like they specifically use fruity loops just for the drums Ableton just for the synths or sculpting sounds and I don't know logic for tracking vocals but what about you do you yeah. just use one or do you use multiple uh, I use just one uh, at, when I was making this album I, I use I mean so far from from the first project I dropped up until Red Instinct, I've been using just one, which is Logic. What's yeah. the best and worst part of using Logic? The best part, I guess, is like uh, recording vocals on it. It's so easy and it's so easy to find like all the, the plugins. It's so easy to like, even the stock plugins are really good. Like most of the sounds you hear on Red Instinct, if it, weren't, if it wasn't sampled, they're probably stock. Hmm. Like, I just know how to manipulate the stuff really well. And I guess like the worst part is like the drums suck. Like that's <laughs> it. Like I could never make the drums hit hard like how they hit in FL. Hmm. Like I'm sure like you hear all these trap bangers and most of the time they're done on FL. I could never like replicate it. Yeah, hmm. yeah because in FL, I guess you have that grid that kind of replicates a drum machine that makes it very uh, yeah. intuitive, right? So so how do you normally yeah. um, do your drums in Logic? I play by MIDI. Yeah. So I play that MIDI then like if I feel the need to quantize or if I feel the need to program anything then I'll, I'll mm. do that afterwards. But just to get the feel of it, I'll, I'll play it first. Yeah. Are you a MIDI keyboard kind of guy or finger drumming? For the longest time, like, because I'm, I'm broke, right? <laughs> so like, I think like most most of these people, most of these uh, new artists starting out, we're broke, bro. So like um, starting out, I was just using like the, like my laptop keyboard just to play. Then only afterwards I, I upgraded, I, I got like a, like a drum pad, mm. archive drum pad. And after that, I got like um, Arturia keyboard. And that's like what I've been using all the time now and it's, it's great hmm. it's so much expression you can put into it it's awesome and that comes with the plug-in as well right that gives you a whole access to the Arturia library if I'm not mistaken yep, yep. but I don't know I, I like what they, they offer but I don't know I, I just really attach to Logic's uh, stock sounds hmm. most of the time because it just has this it's, it's got everything I, I want and, and, and like when I was making Red Day thing at least hmm. it was like a no-brainer for me to just keep going with that yeah can you share with us what's the most natural way for you to kickstart a new project? I know, I know for some people, for a lot of people, they start off with the drums, you know, you know, find a beat or search for the perfect snare sound for hours. But what, what about you? What's the most natural way for you? Okay, that's a good question. Usually I would, um, I don't know how I'm feeling throughout the day. Like most of the time, like every day, you don't feel the same every day. Like you feel at least a bit different. So depending on how I feel that day, I guess I'll just open up my laptop and just like try and lay something down. Like even if it's like, I, I don't plan. I don't plan to like, oh, shit, today we have to make this. Unless like I'm doing a feature for someone, then okay, then yeah, I know what I'm getting myself into. But as far as I'm concerned for like producing for like myself, like I, I'll, I'll never know. I'll just open up like a melody or like a sample and I'll just mess around from there. Nine times out of 10, it might not be anything. It's just to get me like to create something from mm. the day. Mm-mm. And then it might turn into a song. It might just be another demo. It might just be a loop in mm. the end and nothing more out of it. I've got like so many, like so many unfinished projects. Yeah. On that note, right, are you a believer in making practice tracks or, you know, throwaways? Um, many people say that making beats is like a, it's like a muscle that you have to train, you know, continuously. What about you? What do you think? Are you a believer of practice tracks? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. If you keep at it, like, because you're in a cycle, right? Because when you keep yourself in a the cycle, then it becomes like second nature, something like that. Mm. But like, once, once you take a break, everything like stops and it tries to like normalize. Like things start to normalize like when you stop, like, okay, you're not doing this now, but you got to do something else. Mm. So yeah, I, I do believe in that. I've got so many demos for this uh, album, like that never made it. I've got demos older than, older than this, like way older than like whatever I'm having success in right now. Mm. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> and it's important to keep off those, right? Because maybe back then you're in a different hit space and maybe it didn't yeah. hit as hard. But maybe in the future, yeah. in a few years time, you think of a new way to process certain sounds and uh, you might revisit it and it might end up in a future project, right? Yeah. And I, and I was and depending on like how I was back then or how I am now, like I might not even be ready. It's like maybe it's not the right time to like drop this. I, I really believe in like timing. Hmm. Like I feel like timing for music is everything. You can have the most perfect project in the world, but if you drop it at the wrong time, it's not gonna make sense. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't know. Musicians are like really superstitious people, I guess, but like 
that's one way of looking at it. Mm. Yeah. Your latest album, Rider Instinct, is um, packed with lots of different genres, different sounds and all that, right? But if you were to pick only one, what's that one signature production style or sound or even a plug-in that screams F-Rider? Uh, Logic Pro's uh, Alchemy. Mm. That's how you, if you want to sound like F-Rider, Logic Pro's Alchemy is the way to go. <laughs> I just look at, I just like look at all of them. I think all, all of my like production Ever, even since, like, if I may, I've used Logic. I've used uh, Alchemy since so much. They're, like, my favorite plugin in the whole world. Yeah. And it's stock, too. Mm. Yeah. What's it about Alchemy that you really enjoy? Is it the, the ease of workflow? The ease of workflow and, like, just the variety. There's so much stuff in there that I think, like, the average person will probably, like, uh, if they make music up until now, the average person would still not find it all, like find every sound. But me, I think I've like pretty much searched through all of the sounds in there. And I, I think there's something to like about each and every one of them. Then all the parameters you can change. Mm. I, I love it. Yeah. Shout out to Alchemy. Now, Shout um, out to Alchemy, man. <laughs> you know, those early tracks of yours, right, from uh, the early days, um, I would say it has very heavy trap productions. And since then, you've managed to sculpt your own signature style, right, that uh, instantly screams F-Rider. What was that journey like to find your sound? I've always been into like art, like not even music, but like art in general. Cartoons were like the entryway for everything. Music just happened to be like something I stumbled across. And it just helps that like my, I guess like my background, I've always been surrounded by music. Maybe like I'd never noticed it, but subconsciously it's been around in my life. Like my dad used to play a lot of guitar, bunch of CDs, like all like the rock CDs. Incubus, Incubus like runs heavily in my family. Like all my family members love Incubus. Like Incubus <laughs> is pretty much like a brother to me. Like that's mm. how much I like. We, I know all the albums front to back. Shout out to Brandon Boyd, including the early <laughs> stuff. Yeah, the Science mm. album as well. Yeah, it's not it's not my favorite, but yeah, whatever. We can we can go. <laughs> I can go on about like Incubus, man. But yeah, I, I it wasn't it wasn't hard at all. I, I guess I just lacked the skill mm. to like maneuver when I was uh, starting earlier on. Because like when you first start, you don't really know what you're doing. Yeah. Like, with someone like, even with like age, like you can't like articulate your your words, right? You know what you're feeling, but mm. you can't like, you don't know how to put it in words. So like, it's like that. I think music is the same way. So like when you're starting out, it's kind of difficult, like with the skill barrier. Mm. Um, but with time, like I just, I got more comfortable uh, with experimenting that kind of like, open the door for me yeah nice um you're consistently pushing the envelope in your music i guess with sounds that listeners don't really know that they need it yet uh has there ever been yeah. has there ever been doubts whether it might be a little too forward thinking for the current market yeah <laughs> uh lol good example that project i made during the pandemic uh, with a lot of like frustration built a lot of emotion negative emotion below mm. and I wanted and, I, and I'm and i a big fan of like at the time I was listening to a lot of Death Grips and like Apex Twin a lot of IDM a lot of industrial experimental hip hop whatnot so I thought in my head okay if Brockhampton could make it cool I think I could do my take on it time in my career at least or maybe it's just not the right sound for that time I don't know I still love that project mm. yeah that kind of explains the very overdriven sound found throughout that release Left on Loop yeah yeah. it's very um, metallic mm. it sounds everything sounds really metallic to this day like I still play that album when I'm like with myself like just to listen back it's really rough it sounds really rough but there's something like so raw that I like about music that mm. is captured in that project yeah I'm actually a big fan of how raw your music sounds you know because there's a heavy emphasis on I would say textures uh, in your music yeah. that adds a lot of character to the overall sound and yeah. I think that helps to um, not sound too clean and one-dimensional because these days you don't want it to sound too sterile right what's yeah. your workflow like to achieve that kind of rawness in the sound <laughs> okay like this probably you probably shouldn't do this like for every artist you probably should not do this but um, if you have like 
busted like really old speakers that you don't use anymore just play your music on that and like just crank the volume <laughs> all the way up like <laughs> like so like you hear like every part of distortion i kind of eq the distortion or i don't know like i'll distort something differently with mm. different because there's there's more than one way to distort like mm. you know you got like you got like bit trashing tube distortions and pedals whatever overdrive saturation all this shit. so like i use all these different kinds to create I guess texture. Hmm. I I even I put I love it so much. I put it in my vocals sometimes, and of course, there's always like how you're listening to it, like how in the environment. Because most of the time when I make music, I'm always in my room, so it's always like boxed in, right? Hmm. When you're in your room, and all the doors are closed, all the windows, whatever. So I guess what I'm saying is environment plays a big thing hmm. uh, uh, in how you're mixing. Um, especially with like textures and stuff. Mm. If you can envision it, you can probably achieve it. Mm. Yeah. And you should never be afraid of hitting the Ritz. Oh, I hit the Ritz all the time, man. <laughs> yeah, I used to get so much. I used to get so much smack for hitting the Ritz all the time. Like in the early days, like yo, like it's peaking. It's peaking. I'm like, I know, but like it sounds good though. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's something to be to embraced. So for that. Yeah, yeah. I used to get so much complaints for that. Like yo, you're hitting the Ritz too much, and I'm like, yeah, is that's not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> F-Rider is on the show with us this week We'll be hearing more from him After yet another short break But before that, another one from Rider Instinct His latest album, this one's called Melt Featuring Adam Imanula and Gucci Myth Right here on Wavelength Bring out the best sounds and stories from the Asian region On BFM 89.9 Baby, what's up? Baby, what you do? Thought you be coolin' my face Thought you be stoyin' on y'all All of you homie noise Yeah, yeah, ain't talk too much Shit ain't more like a boss Bitch, ain't more like a boss I'm tryna get on some rape I'm tryna get on legit This shit that where we gon' go She ain't no man to know She ain't no man to know It's over. Love. 
vitamin water just dissolve them When they all gone, got no one to call on You're searching for a home I still can't find Got the keys to a car but no one to drive Dabbled in drugs, trust me, I have tried Almost cost my life, nearly lost my mind I've been staring at the ceiling fan Trying to cope with feelings, man Feeling guilty every time I use my rubber hand Rubber bands tight, wish my money was the same way Interview after interview, I'm feeling delayed Like I was running relate. I don't got nothing to say Wake up to a better day Go to sleep, lucid dream, levitate And I'm out the gate and there you wait For me Here on Wavelength, bring all the best sounds and stories from the Asian region. With me, your host, Afnir Thing. You just heard Inception by F Rider, taken from his latest 12 track album called Rider Instinct. a bit on graphic design because uh, I believe you do all of your own uh, artwork. Yeah. What are some of the benefits of controlling the art direction of your releases? You're 100% like, accountable for whatever you do. So I don't, I don't know what the pros are besides like I have full control. Mm-hmm. But like the, the cons is that I may not be as skilled, you know, as like working with someone because like someone may be like a full-time graphic designer. I'm just someone who knows what I like. So mm-hmm. Maybe in a maybe in a different time I could merge these two together. Mm. I'm still trying to work out like how to communicate this, Mm-mm. but so far it's been unsuccessful for me. And yeah, the only con is like the techniques, I guess, like mm. design principle. I don't know them by the book. I just kind of know by feeling. Mm. Yeah, the feeling is the most important, right? Because sometimes your artwork is an extension of the music because that's what people see when they um, listen to the music for the very first time. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Yeah, all the artwork I, I, I've, I've done, it just, it goes back to the same thing with music. Like, there was a, in my head, there was like, okay, I don't know anyone who's going to do the artwork. I guess I do it myself. That, it goes back to that. Mm. 
like that's the that's the ethos of the air fresher story <laughs> i guess let's talk a bit about your latest release uh once again it's called rider instinct it's the last of your trilogy starting from 2019's if i may and the follow-up left on loop which we talked about released in 2021 uh, but why isn't if i may on spotify Okay, good question. Very, very good question. I also don't know why. Like, <laughs> honestly, I, I, the, the real reason, I don't know why. Because um, before this, I was signed to like a small startup label thing uh, called Bad Mob Records. Hmm. Maybe if you, maybe if some of the fans who follow me back when I was still in Reaper Gang probably know about this company. And they released If I May for me at the time. So I don't know what's going on with that um, after, ever since I left. So it's not on Spotify anymore. Uh, that and Mugen as well is not on Spotify anymore. Someone, someone DM'd me and someone said like, yo, it's not there anymore. I was like, what? <laughs> but uh, if I may, it is on uh, SoundCloud. You can listen to it there. Mm, and yeah. it's not compressed there. So it's like, you can hear it in its entirety mm. in, in, in the way it's intended. Mm. Since it's a trilogy, right? What would you say is the main factor that binds all three releases together? Uh, the story of F Rider, basically. I, I guess like I base a lot of my music based on my real life, mm. personal life. So when I did If I May, it was a part in my life where like I was, I knew that, okay, uh, at the time when I was doing If I May, I was doing Reaper Gang as well. Mm. So I knew like, okay, how I was feeling at the time like will affect how my music will sound. Like that is just, I think that goes without saying for any artist. Mm. You could force yourself to make something that you're not feeling at the moment, but that doesn't sit with me. It just it just doesn't sound authentic. So I, I guess that, that that goes for all my projects. Like at the time when I'm thinking of a concept, I'm thinking about what I'm going through at the time. At the same time, and how it relates. So left on loop was very isolated, pandemic. If I may, was very like uh, I was traveling a lot. I was on holiday with my family, and and I was really like inspired by like the different environment I was in. And then with uh, Ride the Instinct, I was more like focused on internal. Like I was looking inwards mm. and like seeing like, trying to find myself basically. The story of this trilogy is trying to find yourself basically. Mm. And uh, where does the Rough F EP fit in that trilogy? The Rough F EP is like a side quest. Like if you ever played, uh, if you ever played like video games, they always have those side quests. I love it. So Rough F is just something I wanted to do. Like just uh, at the end of the day, like I am a rapper, mm. like as well. So like I, I want to play with the big dogs too. You know, like <laughs> I wanna, I wanna have a fighting chance as well. Mm. And 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 I know I'm damn well capable of it. So like, why not? You know. It's, it's just like a little fun thing I had, like, you know, just to like get my f to like uh, turn up at the shows, you know, because like some, some of these songs would be depressing as f like I don't mm. know if I want to like perform Surrender from <laughs> LOL in front of like so many people. Like, I don't want to be like such a down guy, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty happy guy in general, mm. pretty like positive. Just the music sound happens to sound like that. So like, mm. yeah, I made Raph Tap with that intention just to make people like happy about it. Mm. As you alluded to earlier, right, uh, Rider Instinct showcases the more vulnerable side of F Rider, especially in the lyrics, right? Do you usually find it tough to bear your feelings on a song? Not at all. No, not at all. I don't. I, I, I don't think it's ever been a problem. I think um, maybe like depending on the context, sometimes I hide I like, I don't I don't make it too obvious that I'm sad or like I don't make it too obvious that I like I put it in subliminally. Hmm. But with Rider Instinct, I want it to be as direct as possible. It, in my head, it's like a pop. It's like a pop record. So everything about pop is straight to the point. So I took that kind of like thinking into making the album. Nice. If I'm not mistaken, I read that Rider Instinct was conceptualized in 2020, but was ultimately delayed, right, due to the pandemic, uh, which meant that you had quite a lot of time to listen and re-listen to the album. It's uh, quite the opposite yeah. of having a tight deadline. So how do you draw the line yeah. <laughs> um, and stop overworking some of the songs on the album? <sighs> this is hard. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if it's just me, but uh, as an artist, I find it really hard. Like I, I never know when is enough. I, I can never, I can never call it. You know, I can never like say, like, okay, this is, this is it. It's done. 
when I was when I first started in 2020, it's a whole like all the tracks you see now, they were a whole different set of tracks with a different mindset and a different F rider at the time. But I wasn't really feeling it afterwards. I was like, this sounds so it doesn't sound like me. It doesn't mm. sound like I'm I'm interested in doing it anymore. So I shelved it. Then I did uh, LOL. And then when I was like developing like this this thing which we call Rider Instinct, like the first few songs, in my head I was like, holy sh I think this could be what I wanted to make originally back in 2020, hmm. but a more like realized version of it. Hmm. Yeah, so I guess it worked in your favor, the delay. Yeah, but I don't think I'll ever do it again, man. Like, uh, it took such a long time. Hmm. Like, I don't have that kind of attention span. Like, it's really tiring, man. <laughs> like, holding on to an idea, it's hmm. way better to just uh, let it out when it's fresh. I've learned, so... Hmm. Uh, if you ever catch me talking about an album uh, and like release it five years later, just know that I lied, I guess, or like I never <laughs> kept to my word. So yeah, that's on me. <laughs> yeah. So um, now that the trilogy is done, you know, all three releases are out. Uh, what's next for F Rider? That's a good question. I have no idea. Um, at the moment, I'm kind of just, um, uh, uh, to be completely honest, like at the moment, I'm just like riding out however Rider Instinct's doing. Because um Last year, which was 2022, which I dropped two projects, which was RAFF and Rider Instinct. I'm kind of like, kind of testing the waters right now. I'm seeing like which project, even though both can't be compared, um, which project does better for my for myself so I can like make a head-on decision like, okay, um, this is what I want to do moving forward. Uh, or I might not even continue doing the stuff I did on Rider Instinct. I might do something else. Who knows? At, at this point, I'm, I'm just kind of enjoying um, the success of it, the cult success of it, and like the other stuff, I guess. I'm, I'm not too focused on anything major right now. Hmm. Just kind of like seeing where everything goes. But who knows? But I'll definitely be back for sure. Hmm. Like it's like I've, I've got plans and ideas for like some cooler stuff. Maybe not an album right now, but in the future, hell yeah, for hmm. sure. Last but not least, any merch or any ideas for, you know, merch, like, maybe like a physical release or something? Hell yes. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we got hoodies coming out. Uh, F-Rider, Rider Instinct hoodies. That The logo you see in the back here, this logo is on a hoodie. Um, mm -hmm. A zip-up hoodie like this. I'm not wearing it right now. It's... It's in the washing machine. Yeah, like I would, I could have worn it right now. I I knew there was an interview today, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, that's coming out, and um, uh, I'm in the. I'm talking to some people about making CDs, mm. like physical copies of the CDs. Yeah, I I've always wanted to make CDs. Like I have a huge CD collection. If we ever meet in person, I can show you and talk about all the CDs I have. It's awesome. But yeah, we might do other stuff. But so far, all I know that confirmed the hoodie's coming out. Yeah. Nice. So for all our listeners uh, out there who are just finding out about F Rider for the very first time, where's the best place to go to for all the latest information about you? Uh, Instagram. I am the Instagram king. <laughs> I'm most active on Instagram. I'm on Twitter too. I don't have a public TikTok yet. I have a private one. That'll come up soon. YouTube, you can check me out on YouTube, Fryder underscore online. Yeah, Instagram, Twitter. I'm mostly on Instagram. So like if you got any questions for me, if you want to just want to say hi, what's up, I'll probably reply you on Instagram. And uh, what's your Instagram handle? F underscore rider underscore. Same for my Twitter. That's F underscore rider underscore. Yeah, don't forget the second underscore. I'm a big underscore guy. Well, yeah. thanks so much for joining me on the show. Congrats on that album once again. Glad to be speaking to you. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me, Neil, man. Thank you, BFM. If you'd like to revisit this episode, get a full track list of all the songs I've played and more, do head over to our website. That's www.bfm.my slash wavelength. Alternately, you can download our very own BFM app that's available on the App Store or Google Play. And that's all for this week's show. Thanks for listening. Do join us again next week for more of the same. Until then, we're going to close off the show with Instinct by F-Rider right here on Wavelength, bringing out the best sounds and stories from the Asian region with me, your host, Ofnir Ting. Only here on BFM 89.9.
a podcast from BFM 89.9 The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.